Let's talk about our democracy for a minute. <laughs> but let's do it in a way that makes the snowflakes' heads explode. Let me be clear before this podcast begins. We are loud, loud proud, proud, and do not give a fuck. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Real and raw political and social commentary. The freedom to oppress the rights of other people is not liberty, you shit-eating moron. Ah, the smell of freedom of speech. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast, and this is Tony Michaels. Hey, Tony, fuck them. The Shark Army wants a civil war. Oh, Jesus. Do we have to explain to him over and over and over again how this shit works with the civil war? <clears throat> Uh-oh. It's not surprising that they're a little upset. <laughs> oh. What a great day yesterday was. We had a few technical difficulties with the broadcast, but the hearing in general went over well. I thought went a little longer than I that than I was told. I was told it was about an hour. Went a little longer than that. And then our after coverage was fantastic. I don't know if you watched the after coverage on the Mindest Touch Network and here on the Tony Michaels podcast. But it was fantastic. We had Michael Cohen. We had Rachel Bittacoffer, Dr. Rachel Bittacoffer, David Bender, Texas Paul, Jessica Denson, the legal AFers Michael Popak and Karen Agnefalo, KFA, joined us for the after cover. So go check it out. Go check it out. Uh, we had a few audio issues in the um, in the pregame. That's on our channel here. So subscribe to the Tony Michaels podcast here on YouTube. You can check out the uh, the pregame coverage. It still exists there. You can still watch it. Um, it seems <laughs> Ben Mizellus came on to um, give his two cents about the um, uh, Mike Pence clip, where he's talking about how it, it's not illegal. It's not illegal to take criminal advice from attorneys. <laughs> and he didn't he did an impersonation of Mike Pence and it it killed the audio. I mean, a few minutes later the audio was starting to crack. I'm not sure what happened. I don't know if it was our connection or what, but it really started the the <laughs> the Mike Pence impersonation from Ben Mizellus started to crack the audio. So I'm not sure exactly what happened and I'm not blaming it on him. I'm blaming it on him. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It was, it was a great, it was a great show. We had a great broadcast. We had some hiccups. We had to go to some different links. So I appreciate everyone following those links and getting to the right place to watch the hearing. Cause that really was the most important part. I mean, yeah. Do you want to hear us fucking idiots talk? Of course you do. Of course you want to hear us talk. But the main thing is, is that you get the information and yesterday we did have new evidence. I was very skeptical of what new evidence they were going to bring to the table for the criminal referrals. And the evidence that they brought was testimony from Hope Hicks. And that was the testimony. And I expected Donald Trump to absolutely fucking attack her and burn her down. Um, I don't think he's done that yet. I don't know. Uh, he hadn't got to her yet. He's still in his deranged straight state, excuse me, his deranged state 
over Hunter Biden's dick pics on, on Twitter. He's absolutely convinced that because Twitter moderated their platform, Hunter Biden's dick stole the 2020 presidential election from him. He's fucking nuts. He's fucking nuts, people. That's why I keep telling you it is a good thing that this motherfucker's running. I'm I'm telling you, this kind of craziness, this kind of deranged state of him and them fucking being complicit, what the fuck is wrong with them? Well, I'll tell you what's wrong with him. They know he's going to win. That's what's wrong with him. Mitch McConnell comes out and does everything but say his name. Won't even say his fucking name. And the reason why is because he is going to be their nominee. And they cannot have audio of them saying he can't be president. He can't be our nominee. I'm not voting for him. They can't do that because they will. Why do you think I warn you about the fucking America First Nazi Party here on our show? They're all Nazis. They sit at the table with them. Fuck them. That's right. Mitch McConnell is a fucking Nazi. You play footsie with them, you are them. Sorry, that's just how it works. We should not tolerate this garbage. And we have to shed light on it. But again, folks, I am not afraid of Donald Trump being their nominee. Frankly, I think it will absolutely destroy what is left of the Republican Party. And that is exactly what our political body needs. We need to rid ourselves of this fucking disease. And he's not going to prison anytime soon. He's probably going to be indicted. But just because he's indicted on federal charges doesn't mean they tote him off to jail. Let me give you some hard truth. When they indict him, they are going to let him free. That is what they are going to do. They're not going to lock him away in a cell in the meantime. They're not. They're not. Now, the other significant piece of news that I think came from yesterday, again, these these uh, these charges, I believe, uh, or these referrals of charges, I believe are a little ceremonial. I think Texas Paul, he's going to join us today. I think Texas Paul disagrees with me a little bit on that. I actually think that this doesn't make a hell of beans worth of difference. I don't I don't I don't think Jack Smith gives two fucking shits what the select committee says, what they do, what report they put together. He only cares about the evidence. He's going to thumb through it, and he's going to make the charges that he wants to make, and that's just the way it's going to be. I don't believe that a good a good prosecutor, and what I mean by that is one that's going to fucking nail you to the ground, the person who's committed crime, gives two shits about what another a political body in the Congress says or does or what referrals they give. Now, the DOJ has a certain process that they have to go through with these referrals. Uh, but I I don't think that it's going to make a shit's worth of difference of what Jack Smith's going to charge him with. And guarantee you he's going to get to a grand jury and he's going to charge and indict this motherfucker. That is exactly what's going to happen. Now, I, the the charge of insurrection is the most significant to me. Now, this is why MAGA is freaking out. They're even posting on Twitter, the 14th Amendment is unconstitutional. Just laying bare that they have no fucking idea how our government works, how our Constitution works, how our country works. They are a bunch of dumb motherfuckers. They really think that an amendment to the Constitution is unconstitutional. You are a bunch of dumb motherfuckers. 
if you think a change that was ratified by the states <laughs> into our constitution is unconstitutional. This is the same stupid shit where Grandpa Poopy Pants, the Cheeto Dust QAnoner, is in full freakout mode over these fucking criminal referrals. Full freakout mode. We're, I'm, I'm going to show you today. I, and I don't go to True Social that much and show his statements. You know, I we, we try to post the ones that are relevant. Most of the time is just fucking deranged typing on his fraud social network. But this this idea that he's putting out this morning that he has to believe that he won for our vote to be valid. You you motherfucker, you motherfucker. Oh, you motherfucker. You (laughs) we I don't give two shits what candidate believes or what they don't believe or what they're running around saying like Carrie Lake. Don't give a fuck. Our vote is not reliant upon your belief of it. It do, It's not reliant upon it, you stupid bastards. And it's not how it works. That's not how it's ever worked. That's not how it's ever going to work, you stupid fuck. That's why you're so pissed off about this midterm. You're fucking pissed about this midterm. So pissed that you motherfuckers can't even get it together and get 218 for your fucking leader in the Congress. You're a bunch of worthless pieces of shit. Marjorie Taylor Green and Lauren Bobert are eating each other's faces off. Over, over, they can't get to 218. Matt Gantz is attacking his old girlfriend. Marjorie Taylor Green. I guess they're not America first fucking anymore. I guess not. I don't know. And if you're not politicizing it, if you are not politicizing the fact that Marjorie Taylor Green and Lauren Bobert are about to burn down each other's house and use Matt Gatz, that fucking sex trafficker, alleged, as a, as the fucking gasoline, you're not doing it correctly. That's what we're going to do here. You fucking A right. That's what we're going to do here. Because like we said yesterday in the after coverage with Dr. Rachel Bittekoffer and David Bender, because look, the legal analysis and all that bullshit for the for the fucking referrals, fine, whatever. I, I, I really don't give a fuck about the legal. And I mean, I do care about what the outcome of the legal analysis is. But here's the thing. Jack Smith is going to do the legal shit, bitch. He's going to drop the legal hammer on these motherfuckers. And it doesn't matter if it's Trump, Eastman, Clark. It doesn't matter if it's fucking Michael Flynn, Steve Bannon, Rudy Giuliani, Jenna Ellis, Christina Bob. It doesn't fucking matter. He is going to drop the hammer on whoever the fuck he needs to, including members of Congress. Fuck the ethics goddamn committee. The chief of staff, Mark Meadows. We keep forgetting about that motherfucker. He's foot for sure. I'm convinced of it, that Mark Meadows has flipped. And the reason why is because he's not in the narrative. Dave left him out. We've left him out. He's flipped, bitch. That's it. And those text messages are the fucking trail. They're the trickle trickle of the entire scheme. Which the January 6th Select Committee believed there was a scheme. That's why they did the criminal referrals. And then they did the ethics referrals. Of course, Mo Brooks would have been drawn into the to the ethics referrals, but he's not a member of Congress anymore, so fuck him. What does it matter? If there's crime, Jack Smith will sniff that shit out and drag Mo Brooks out from underneath his fucking rock. My guess is Mo Brooks has flipped too. They're all going to flip. Every fucking one of them. 
even Eastman. They'll all do it. Every mother fucking one of them. Every single one of them. Cash Patel, Christina Bob on the documents. All the attorneys that are under heat. Rudy Giuliani, Mark Meadows, Don Jr., Ivanka. Whoever knew whatever the fuck they knew and when they knew it, they will flip here. Have you seen a picture of Jack Smith? We confirmed yesterday. Uh, Karen Ignipolo, KFA, knows Jack Smith personally, and she confirmed that he does not eat nails for breakfast, but it sure as hell looks like he eats bowls of nails for breakfast. This is not a guy you want to fuck with. He prosecutes war criminals. Think about this for a second. War crimes. Are you fucking shitting me? Would this be the prosecutor that you want to crawl up your ass and live there for two or three years? Fuck no. Hails to the no, the last motherfucker you want on your ass. But here he is. Here he is. And Trump is terrified. Absolutely fucking frightened. That's that's the, the story that I take from his post on Fraud Social. Uh, MJ, our great moderator, pointed out because I tweeted it um, and, and, you know, basically I, I tweeted two of them this morning. One of them was the one about how he, he he if he doesn't believe that he lost, then he didn't lose, which, again, our vote is not relying upon his belief of it. <sighs> that is not how that shit works. It's our vote, you fucking idiot. It's been certified. It was certified. But MJ pointed out the uh, Brady Act in Florida, (laughs) which he is a resident now. uh, The Brady Act allows uh, loved ones to commit someone to a to a, a, you know, maybe a mental health institution. I don't know if uh, Mar-a-Lago can be converted into a mental health hospital, but maybe we should look into that. I'm just saying Um, he's under a lot of heat. Other places too. the news today. A lot of heat. These tax returns are really fucking, oh, man, they're they're a pain in his ass. These tax returns that the Ways and Means Committee may make public. He's really fucking upset about it. And he's really worried. He's not worried about the crime, folks. And I don't know if you noticed this, but he thinks he's immune from, from crime and prosecution. He thinks he's absolutely immune from it. All he has to do is not believe he committed crime and they can't charge him with anything. And that's what this dumb motherfucker believes. His tax returns are not about crime. It's not about money. I mean, there's money laundering in there. <laughs> you can damn well better bet that. But he didn't give a fuck about that. The thing he cares about most is, is this fucking idea that he's a billionaire and he's rich. That motherfucker's broke. Broke as a joke. Why do you think he sold the fucking post office in Washington, D.C.? Hell, the only reason why he held on to it when he was president is because he was making money off of it when he was president. But now that he didn't have the influence, what the fuck is the point of keeping that goddamn piece of shit? Sold that off. He needed the money. And he's definitely going to need money for this receivership. What do you think these Trump trading cards are about? He's taking his, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, the motherfucker has taken donations that his supporters have given to his political organization and purchased his own NFTs as an investment, some stupid shit. 
And that's how I got to the 45000 and he pocketed personally all the fucking money he grifted off his supporters. And now he's grifting more off of them because he's using some sort of exchange, apparently, to fucking sell these things for 360 bucks. <laughs> Who is the dumb motherfucker that paid $99, right, for one of these motherfuckers? These trading cards. Fuck out of here with this shit. <laughs> NFT my ass. Oh, my God. <laughs> Stolen art is what it is. And then and then you're going to turn around and say that the value has increased over three times and sell it for 360 bucks? Are you fucking shitting me? I mean, think about the dumb motherfucker that's spending $99 on this son bitch. And then, you know, put the image in your mind, right? I mean, it's Uncle Earl from the QAnon Facebook group, right? The horse paste eating motherfucker over there on Facebook. That's the guy who's going to pay $99 for one of these or a couple of them, maybe. But imagine, just imagine, put wrap your mind around now the motherfucker that paid $360 for what? For some kind of fucking authoritarian fantasy? Get the fuck out of here. I I just wonder, I just wonder how many of these NFTs that these fucking idiots jerked off to. That's what I want to know. It's 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 their Trump porn at this point. But they love it. They all oh, they fucking love it. And the reason why is because again, we have a disease in this country. And the Republican Party is complicit in in the continuation of the infection of the disease. It's their it's their baby. So let them own it. And it's only up to us to make them own it. We we talked yesterday in the after show too. I, I know I keep bringing up the in yesterday's broadcast, but and my one of my favorites, my favorite political strategist, and and uh, just a master of messaging, my friend Dr. Rachel Bidikoffer. Uh, sh- she made the point so well. David Bender asked her, "Look, did did this stuff have an effect? Did the select committee have an effect?" And she pointed out. So well that in the in in 2021, when when we had the uh, Virginia's governor's race, you remember the CRT was everywhere. Fucking CRT. If your coffee was cold or bad, it was CRT's fault. Critical race theory. It's all a bunch of bullshit. Just nonsense. But we didn't really have the apparatus to get out in front of the fucking thing. But she pointed out so well that. When they were polling in 2021 about the governor's race in Virginia and CRT, it always seemed that CRT made it on the list of shit that people were concerned about because pollsters were asking that nonsense, right? Remember, we've been saying that polls are a bunch of garbage. They're just fucking trash. They have no, they're antiquated. They do not do them correctly. It is all a bunch of garbage, these polls. You can't trust them. I don't care what outlets it from. it's from, whether it's a right wing, whether it's a non-bias that has a good history. You just can't trust them because they're wanting to get more fucking Internet clicks than they are to get a real fucking answer for a poll. They don't give a fuck about the. They don't give a fuck about what is reality and what's not anymore. They just want the click. They want the they want the media to buy it hook, line, sinker, and they want the click. And the thing that was going on in the summer of 2021 and the fall was critical race. Do you remember all these QAnon nuts? These anti-vaxxers showing up at fucking school board meetings, waving their hands around, wearing stupid fucking outfits, talking about how spoons stick to them. They're Magneto now. 
and CRT, critical race theory. They couldn't tell you what the fuck it was, but it was the greatest threat to white people since the last threat. Joe Biden, or whatever the fuck it was, was the last threat to white people in this country. But here's the thing. Rachel pointed out something so great that the polls in 2022, guess what? Guess what was the number one thing people were concerned about? Fucking democracy. Do you think they asked that question in polls in 2021 for that fucking Virginia governor's race? Hail to the no. They didn't. And that's the point that I try to make here is that the messaging and the narrative is so fucking important. And we must politicize everything at every moment, no matter what, even as disgusting as it may be. And really, honestly, if you don't have the the, the wherewithal to politicize this stuff in front of people, that's what I'm for. I'm the rodeo clown. That's the whole point of this show. Right? They got their rodeo clowns. They got their fucking circus. We should have ours too. And that's the point. And you should share this far and wide. Every, that's why I come here every day and yell and scream into this motherfucker. It's because we have to push a narrative. We will not win. We will not win democracy without a message. It won't happen. We have liberty in this country. And we have liberty of the vote. The problem with that is a lot of stupid motherfuckers vote. A lot of them. And I'm not saying they can't be convinced that our ideas for democracy are better than autocracy. They absolutely can be convinced of that. But we have to do the work every motherfucking day. Every single one of them. Because you got a fucking deranged asshole. Someone who wants to be the dictator of the world down at Mar-a-Lago throwing ketchup on the wall and shitting his depends. You want that fucking lunatic in charge of anything? I mean, anything. He really shouldn't even be in charge of golf courses, to be fucking frank with you. Let alone the goddamn government in the United States. Fuck that shit. But it's more than just him. And it's clear now more than ever. They know the motherfucker tried to overturn our democracy. They know he tried to shit on the Constitution. You remember? They came to the floor after the violent insurrection, and every one of them was like, this is the worst thing ever that's ever happened. This is the biggest attack on our democracy since the Civil War. And then yesterday, the press secretary at the White House says that shit, and they're like, oh, oh, well, what about, what about 9-11? What about Pearl Harbor? Those weren't attacks on democracy. Those were attacks on our country from without. Outward, dummies. This is an inward attack on our Constitution that you fucking boneheads that it protects are trying to overturn it because it doesn't suit your interest anymore. That's why. We don't want to be a Christian nation. You want us to be, so you want to get rid of the Constitution. You don't want LGBTQ people to have fucking rights. We think it is in our constitution that they have the right to liberty. So you want to get rid of it. You do not believe that women have the right to their bodily autonomy. We believe it. We believe our constitution protects it. That's why you want to get rid of it. 
It's really fucking simple. It's not hard to understand what is going on. I believe Gen Z gets it. I've told you that over and over and over and over and over again. And I'll continue to say it because their generation understands. They understand what is at stake. Forget forget a fucking line item in a bill. Forget that the Republicans have been yelling and screaming about the middle class and the, oh, they're, they're starving in the economy. And then they vote against minimum wage increase. Forget that. Yeah, that's great. Oh, oh, it's great. Great little quip that we can use. It's about the fundamentals and the foundation of our country and our democracy. That's what it's about. Until we rid ourselves of this disease, which is Trumpism, and it doesn't rely on him, folks. We will have a foundation and our principles at risk of authoritarianism, of fascism, of Trumpism taking over our country. Jesus Christ, I watched a video this morning. This is so stupid. I can't even believe, I can't even believe that they think this makes them relevant. Carrie Lake, apparently, the judge said, yeah, we'll go to trial. And they fucking thought they won this morning. They are acting like she's, <laughs> they're acting like she's going to be the fuck governor or some shit. Really, honestly, the judge is not doing Carrie Lake a favor by going to trial with this. They're not, she, he's not, they're, she's going to fucking lie. She's going to say some crazy shit. Those attorneys are going to put themselves at risk of losing their fucking law license. Watch. Hide and watch. You cannot make shit up. You can't just fucking make up what you want to make up. It's not a thing. And we watched it yesterday. As as maybe insignificant to the law and to charges and indictments that these criminal referrals may be. They are definitely significant in the front front in mind of the American people. I told you yesterday during the broadcast, there are Americans out there that pay no attention to American politics whatsoever. They're more worried about who's going to throw the football on Sunday. They heard yesterday that there were criminal referrals to the Department of Justice from Congress, and they believe Donald Trump is now charged with a crime. That is how severe we have walked away from what is important in our country. That people don't understand simple fundamental facts and processes of our government. But that is the reality that we live in. And to ignore it is to ignore the threat to our foundation. So we must, we must, we must. Lean in to democracy. We can't just say, well, we did a good job in 2022. They got a small majority in the House. We won back the Senate, got a, got an extra seat. We didn't we didn't give up these governor's seats and these secretary of states in, in these vulnerable swing states. We can't. We have to say those were victories in, on, on the battlefield of democracy, and we have to go win some more. Every single day. And you can you can do that by coming here every single day. Noon Eastern, 11 Central, 9 Pacific on YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Do not forget to subscribe 
to the YouTube channel here at the Tony Michaels Podcast. Again, All even though we had those technical difficulties yesterday, all three of the broadcasts are still up on my channel. All three of them. They're there. Just go to videos, and they're right there. Maybe I'll make a playlist of them or something. I don't know. So you can find them easier. But they're all three there. You can watch the pre-coverage. The audio is a little touchy at the very end, about the last 10 minutes. But we got we have the 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 actual uh, hearing, and we have the post-coverage on the show. And yesterday, I posted as the podcast on all the directories, which you can download every single episode on Apple, Spotify, Google. Yesterday, the episode was the after coverage. Episode 293 was the live post-hearing coverage. Uh, I felt it to be the best. The audio was better. Um, so I, And it was almost two hours, so I posted that as yesterday's episode 293. I cannot believe we're almost to 300 episodes. Holy shit. I guess if you do this every single day, you start uh, racking them up, I guess. Holy motherfuck. Well, here's the thing. This week is Christmas. And uh, I think Thursday we might do some sort of Christmas show or something. I don't know what we'll do. I'm not really sure. Maybe we'll sing some carols or something. Anybody else out there in the Christmas spirit? I mean, I, I'm i an atheist, so I don't really believe in the religious part of it. But what part of Christmas is religious anymore? Santa isn't the religious part. The Christmas tree, the most of the fucking music, which I like, by the way, is not even has anything to do with fucking Christianity. They're so fucking brain dead. They don't even realize it. They're like, Merry Christmas. You're like, Happy Holidays. Like, Merry Christmas. <laughs> they don't realize that all that shit that they want, like all the decorations and it's all pagan. Uh oh. Uh, so, but this week, because it's Christmas on the weekend, what we're going to do is we're going to have Friday off and Monday off. We're going to take a little bit of a holiday break. Um, so we're going to go through tomorrow and Thursday. So Thursday will be our last show uh, before next Tuesday uh, for the holiday. We're going to give ourselves a little break, take a little bit of family time, you know, stay off social media. I've been doing that here lately. I've been doing that here lately. Why well, I stay off social media a little bit, yeah, you know, for my mental health. Eh, Elon's Twitter is shit. Speaking of that, go ahead and follow us on Twitter on Elon's Twitter at Tony Michaels Pod, and you will be able to vote on Thursday for Bonehead of the Week. We will put out a poll for Bonehead of the Week. We just won't have a show on Friday, so make sure to go follow that. If you're on Midas Touch Facebook page now, you can follow me at the Tony Michaels. You can follow us there, and then you can download the Twitch app. Come watch us over on Twitch. If you like, I really appreciate uh, the audience here. We we run on your support. We would not be able to do it without you. You're the greatest audience in the world. If you'd like to give a tip, go to TonyMichaels.live. Look, I used to do the Super Chat on YouTube. They take too much of your fucking money. Fuck them. Fuck them. So go to TonyMichaels.live, and uh, you can leave a one-time tip, or you can set it up monthly. Just set it and forget it. And if you want something, oh, my gosh, these are flying off the shelf still. It's getting cold out there, and boy, it's going to get fucking cold this weekend where I'm at. Holy shit. It's going to be a cold motherfucker for Christmas. Go to store.dtonymichaels.com. That's store.dtonymichaels.com. You can get hoodies, sweaters. You can even get you some T-shirts, depending on where you live. You know, you might want a T-shirt. You might not want a T-shirt at this point. Again, it's getting pretty cold. But the freedom to oppress the rights of other people is not liberty is the hot one. So go check out store.dtonymichaels.com. Listen, we got Texas Paul waiting in the wings. I'm not going to make him wait any longer. 
we're going to talk about this Trump freak out because he is shitting his diapers. So someone needs to get down to Mar-a-Lago and clean up the clean up the ketchup and wipe his ass. Everyone stick around. We'll be right back right after this. We'll be right back. Mark, 60 seconds. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Are you numb and alone after storming the Capitol? Have you been left out in the cold after stealing Nancy Pelosi's mail? Do you feel exposed to a government that doesn't share your patriotic values? If any of these describe you, then you're in luck. Hi, I'm Paul Gosar, and thanks to my new product, Pardon Blanket, I've got you covered. Pardon Blanket specifically works to make you feel safe and cozy after your involvement on January 6th. And if you're one of the other members of Congress who also helped with the attempted coup, Pardon Blanket will protect you too. Pardon Blanket is made of a sort of soft fleece and a layer of sheep's wool. And they're 100% made in the USA. Don't delay and get your pardon blanket today for just $99.99. Actual pardon's not guaranteed. Jumping back into it, this is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Welcome back to the show. Got Texas ball. It's Tuesday. Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Yesterday felt like a little uh, like pregame Tuesdays with Texas Paul because he was, uh, I put him at the end of the coverage with um, me and Gabe Sanchez yesterday. It felt like the, uh, felt like Tuesday yesterday at the end of the coverage. It really did, Texas Paul. It felt like Tuesday there. It really did. How are you, my friend? Ah, you're, you're on mute there. Yeah, it was a good day yesterday. It was a really good day. I mean, I I I have to say I was surprised at the new evidence and and the way everything unfolded. They did a fantastic job wrapping this up. I thought. Yeah, I think What's so your- too. I, well, you know, um, a lot of people, you know, the media's fucking idiot. They're fucking idiots. They're all worried about what the hell this. Uh, um, uh, report on Wednesday is gonna. I, I was listening this morning. They're like, "Oh well, w- we'll see what evidence they didn't bring out that that favors Trump." Like you dumb motherfuckers, man. What what on earth? What on earth could be evidence that that supports the idea that this guy was trying to overthrow our government? What in the fuck evidence could there be? It's like it's like saying, you know, on the way to the murder, he opened a door for somebody at the gas station. And because he opened the door at the gas station, he couldn't be that bad of a murderer for crying out loud. This is fucking stupid. This is dumb stuff. They're ridiculous. And honestly, I I, I was wondering how the media was going to figure out a way to be like, how how is this bad for Democrat? How is Trump being uh, uh, referred to for four charges of crime, including insurrection to department? How is that bad for Democrats? It's so ridiculous. <laughs> you're still on sorry me. brother i was just getting into the in and i was about to jump up and yell hallelujah oh, it, it, the quasi shit the crazy shit that's going out there today is just amazing i mean i would the first thing i i when i opened my eyes this morning i clicked my phone and you know First thing my phone said was, uh, why don't you go ahead and punch that code in there, buddy? Uh, you know, when you wake up and your face is all messed up and you can't, you know, your phone oh, won't even I recognize see. you. You had too much eyeballs. It wouldn't recognize you. Yeah, I was, you rubbing, I was rubbing everything out of my eyes yeah, and I, I was, 
and I open my phone. The first thing I see is apparently we're all scared of Trump. Oh, really? That's why. Yeah, that's what's going on in the right wing. This is all because we're terrified of Trump. Um, That's hilarious. And then the second thing I ran into was uh, a pretty organized troll movement where they were pushing revisionist history. It was all off that. Trump tweet that, you know, when he was shitting his pants yesterday about how, you know, he tried to rehash all the oldie but goodies about he was being spied on and right. FISA and all. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Is Jack Smith going to investigate that and all this? Eh, you fucking idiot. He's ridiculous. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing is I would I would love to watch any fucking one of these right wing idiots come on my show and try to and try to convince me that 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 I don't want Donald Trump to be their nominee. I've been saying it for fucking weeks now. I was cheering when he announced. I'm like, hell yeah. I, I want he is going to destroy you idiots. I don't think you understand how fucking toxic this idiot is. And everything Trump touches turns to liquid shit. This is facts. Yep. There's nothing out. There's nothing else this guy does but besides destroy something. He does nothing else but destroy everything, everything around him. He destroys. Why the fuck wouldn't I want that guy in charge of a party that I want to fucking take a nosedive? I I actually want him to win their Republican nominee. And I I um after thinking about this yesterday with the timing on this, with the criminal referrals, and I'm not sure exactly when because uh, I think we disagree on that. I, I want to hash that out a bit, but um I actually think Jack Smith is going to um to probably get the grand jury to drop indictments on him sometime between January the first quarter, right? Um, I, I believe Jack Smith is going to make sure this is locked tight. Whatever, whatever charges he brings to the grand jury, I think he wants those charges to be the charges. He's not going to want to do a hundred superseding indictments on Trump. Um, it just it, it'll give more for the chaos machine to operate and to to, to just cause fucking havoc in the in the public discourse. Um, so Jack Smith's going to be very. I think he's going to be very surgical about this and the charges that he brings and the charges that he wants. And he's going to want those charges to be the charges. So, um, but here's the thing, thinking about the timing of this, let's say, let's say Jack Smith gets him in the first quarter with these indictments and especially if insurrection is one of them. Right now, again, I have said time and time again on this show that him announcing was not to fend off indictments. He's long past that. He's trying to fend off a trial in 2024 because his bet is, because he can still be on ballots, even though he's charged with insurrection. Um, if if he's convicted of insurrection, he cannot be on ballots. It's 14th Amendment. He just won't be able to appear on ballots um, if they charge him and convict him of that. But if it's a beforehand thing where he's just indicted, he's on pretrial and he's running around the country yelling and screaming at his sheep and and he's and he's. Um, He's running for president. He can be on these ballots, even though he's charged with insurrection. Some states may pass a law where he won't be, but that'll be in blue states. It won't make a hell's beans worth of difference. The point is, is that I don't think Ron DeSantis will take a chance. Right. Think about this for a second, Texas, Paul. Here's why this is this is fucking I'm telling you, this is fantastic. This is going to destroy DeSantis's political career, too. Here's why. Ron DeSantis is not going to take the bet next summer to announce that he's going to run against a guy who has nothing to fucking lose. I mean, he's got if if Trump is charged with insurrection here, his only his only chance to get out of it, absolutely get out of it, is to win the presidency. That's it. 
There's no other shot. He got. He has no other chance at that point. Now, Ron DeSantis is going to do math. He's like, okay, I'm going to be the governor of Florida until 2026, which would be an opportune time to start going, well, maybe I'll think I'll run. Maybe I'll think I'll run for 2028. Why in the fuck would Ron DeSantis take a risk of destroying his political career next summer running against Trump? So who else is there, Texas Paul? Who else? Tell me. If I had to guess, I would say uh, we're looking at DeWine and Carrie Lake and uh, the perennial candidates will throw their hat in the ring. Um, <laughs> you don't think Trump will destroy those mother DeWine? I, oh, I don't, will. I, I, he'll I agree. He'll absolutely fucking burn them to the ground and piss on their ashes. He, I, 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 I don't think people understand. I mean, he's deranged now, right? He's absolutely deranged now. And he's uncoupled from any sort of reality. I mean, literally this morning he was he was posting. Let me see if I can bring it up here. He was posting, and I, I'm going to go through some of these uh, fucking statements that he had this morning. But um, this one, let's see, this one here. Yes, I believe it's this one here. Yeah, um, he, he had one about Hunter Biden's dick. But um, oh, that's not that's not what I want. Ah, damn it! Oh boy. While you're looking for that, I would just want to throw yeah. out there, you're forgetting that uh, um, Greg Abbott wants to be our first Paralympian president, and he's getting older. And this so is, you, so this you is, think Greg Abbott will throw his hat in the ring against that? Oh, order? absolutely. Absolutely. I, in a heartbeat. Well, I mean. Um, he may um, end up as uh, running as uh, DeSantis's VP. That's how he ended up governor, is he ended up skating along with a stronger candidate. Right. So you So you believe. You believe that um, that it might not be DeSantis; it'll be Abbott that challenges in the, n- him next summer. Which that 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 might be not be a bad uh, theory. There uh, again, DeSantis is a young guy; he's not an old dude. He's got plenty. He's got plenty uh, in the chamber for a future career if he doesn't run in twenty twenty four, right? And again, the only reason why I talk about this stuff, folks, is because we have to politicize and draw wedges, just like Bobert and Marjorie Taylor Greene. We're going to get to that here soon, Texas Paul today. Um, about how these f- fucking chuckleheads are at each other. Yeah, right. right. And their and their little America first fuckboy, um uh, Matt Gatz, the alleged mm-hmm. sex trafficker, he's he's kind of in the middle of it too, which is even that makes it even better. But here's the statement from um Grandpa Poopy Pants, the Cheeto Dust QAnoner this morning. This guy is such a fucking idiot. He literally types all this nonsense out just to say, if I don't believe I lost then I can't lose, which is not a thing. That has, that has, The candidate believing or not believing they won or lost has not a goddamn thing to do with the fucking vote. Here's what he says. This is, this is, quote, what he says. And it's hard to read, but I'll read it. I see where the unselect committee, using the Democrats' favorite weapon, disinformation, I say yell at because he has it capitalized, um, is trying, again, disinformation, um, and we'll get into that later. I'm not going to get into it now. Let's continue. He's trying to make the case that I is trying to make the case that I didn't really believe I won the election. Literally, he says, I didn't really believe I won the election as if that fucking matters. That has nothing to do with it. Not a goddamn thing. Whether you believe facts or not, they're not. That doesn't make them not facts. It's not a thing. He says, this is a total lie. And again, he capitalized the lie. 
I never thought for even a moment that the presidential election of 2020 was not rigged or stolen. It's almost like rigged and stolen is the name of like his like his horses or something. He capitalized on Texas ball rigged or stolen. <laughs> Who are you going to bet on rigged or stolen today at the track? I don't fuck this guy. Um, and my conviction became even stronger as time went by. <laughs> as he got more and more desperate, Texas Paul, his absolute delusion that he won the election got stronger and stronger. Can you imagine that from this lunatic? Jesus Christ. Now, with all the massive evidence that has come to light, including the recent FBI suppression of election changing information, which is fucking stupid, this Twitter files stuff, it was I was 100% right. But in this statement, what he's trying to say is as long as he doesn't believe he lost, he won. Which, if that's the case, if it only relies on a candidate believing something to be true, then what about the fact that Joe Biden believes he did win? I mean, this is really stupid shit, Texas Paul, but it just shows the links this guy's going to go to try to make a really stupid fucking argument. Yeah, and and you know I believe that I'm prettier than Brad Pitt, but you know <laughs> my wife keeps telling me otherwise. Oh um, fuck! Yeah, you can you can say you believe anything all you want, but mm-hmm. that's the grift for his, his. He's got that core base that he's just trying to fillet, and and that that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. You know the disinformation that they're putting out, and this is where we've got to do our job key on what you were talking about earlier. This is why it is so important. We really have to pay attention. You and I have to pay attention to this very closely because they are trying to, you know, people have short political memories. They do. And if they, they reach into their bag and they throw a bunch of the shit back out on the table that we've already batted down, the entire public has seen it's bullshit. You know, you'd think that it would, oh, well, that won't stick, but it will. Because I know when I was reading the bullshit this morning and I covered it, I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? Oh, yeah, that, you know, I mean, and and I covered it. I did videos on it. I did research on it, you know. So your average layperson is going to see this shit. And that's how that works. And they're never going to quit. He is never going to quit. Not until he is in prison or dead. He is not. Oh, and he's still not. He's still not going to quit. And here's why is because even from prison, he'll be writing letters to people to post out on social media as a statement from him, from former president Donald Trump, from fucking Leavenworth or wherever the fuck they end up locking this guy up at, which I don't even know what that looks like. That's a whole nother fucking ball of wax. And that's years away, because, again, I believe I believe this whole chaos thing is a stall tactic. It's always a stall tactic with him. It's always to push the argument and push the accountability to another day and another time, and he'll keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it. That's all it is. Because here's here's another one that he posted this morning. And Uh, and that's what I believe the the NFTs, while you're looking that up, the NFTs that you were talking about earlier, Mm -hmm. that's what I believe that's all about, is that he had his organization – these were handled through an exchange. So that money went to Russia or wherever. I don't know. The investigations will show because this is going to turn out. I believe this is going to turn out after they investigate it will turn out to be a money, money laundering operation. You can tell by the max number that they set is just under $10,000 per transaction. Right. So none of it has to be reported. Um, you know, think about it. If your ass is in a crack, but you've got some liquid capital laying around, 
you're going to want a cushion. You're going to want money to operate on when the government, because the first thing that Jack Smith is going to do is lock up the Trump, Trump organization and say, I got you, buddy. You cannot use this money for, for anything. So he's setting aside. Well, it's in already my opinion, in receivership what, in the state of New York. They already have a monitor. Yeah. It's already in receivership. That's, that's, that's kind of the fucking crazy part is that Trump organization just was criminally fucking, um, uh, was found on 17 counts to commit crime tax fraud, which the bar for, for Tish James in the state of New York. To, for for Trump organization in the civil court is much fucking lower, way fucking lower than the criminal. And they found him guilty on 17 counts. It's going to be easier for Tish James to tear down the Trump organization in that civil case than it was to charge them and convict them in the criminal case. In, in the and Manhattan they're not done tearing office. him an ass. No, right. Well, well, and that's, that's the, here's what I want to show you. And this is why this guy's fucking freaking out. And I believe what you're saying about the NFTs is true, is that all that is, is to get his liquid capital in his political organization in his personal fucking pocket because he can't do anything with his money in the state of New York. He just can't. And they even got the ability to, for some of his other businesses outside of New York. But here's here's uh, the tweet. Well, excuse me, the post, the truth on fraud social, right? Um, this is the one about Hunter Biden's dick. And it, it, it literally, it, it, when you read it, it doesn't sound like that, but if you think about it in the context of the evidence that Elon Musk gave us, which is crazy that the right wing gave us the evidence that it the collusion between the government, which was the Biden campaign, and Twitter was the Biden campaign reporting Hunter Biden's dick pics. Can we look at this through the lens of reality, though? He was president. Right. Exactly. He, That's, that was right. his FBI right. that was supposedly doing exactly. this. Exactly. He was the executive in in the branch that the F that the FBI resides in, which is the executive branch under the Department of Justice. Here is here's what he says. This is fucking again. I know it seems like this is irrelevant, but folks, this is totally relevant to what is about to happen to a former president of the United States. We've never been in this territory before. Never. And the only reason why we are is exactly what you said yesterday, Texas Paul, is he did this to himself. But here's what he says. Files conclusively, in all caps, reveal that the FBI totally discredited damning factual information from Hunter Biden's laptop from, from hell to top Twitter executives prior to the 2020 president's election. What he's talking about is the five links that he has seen four dick pics of hunter biden that the the biden campaign reported to twitter which anyone can report any tweet anytime that's you do not need to have special permission to report a tweet you just go click the three fucking dots and you can report the son of a bitch even still even though elon doesn't really have a safety team at this point or anyone to report it to the ai i think is running their entire uh, reporting apparatus but he goes on to say, quote, do not use this, they said. It is Russian disinformation. Also, and again, like you pointed out, it's his FBI, Donald Trump's FBI, that contacted Twitter and said, this is Russian disinformation. <laughs> it's literally his law enforcement agent. Uh, and they the had agent. actually they had actually looked at the data. They they knew right. that there were images added. They knew that there were there were emails. You're talking added. about they to knew. the fucking stupid laptop. 
Yeah, and, and they, they well, the hard drive that they're carrying. Right, nobody's right. actually got a laptop. It's a hard drive. Well, but, right. And, but and mirrored you know, copies you know. of it actually at this point are what's circulating around. It's not the actual hard drive anymore. Um, but yeah, the FBI had seen this information. They had seen the chain of custody. They know it went through Giuliani. They know shit was added to it. They know shit. It, uh, evidentiary-wise, it's useless. But if you keep repeating it, if you use that old Ger- Joseph Goebbels uh, tactic of just repeat it, repeat it, repeat it, repeat it, then it becomes reality for the people that want it to be. Well, but and, Texas, Paul, that's the point of drawing wedges and the mocking this stuff. That's why we have to mock the Trump car- cards. That's why we have to mock the stupid Hunter Biden laptop, the Twitter files, because it's all mockable. It is ridiculous to think that Twitter did something outside their purview when they took down pictures of Hunter Biden's big old hog on Twitter when someone yeah, they, had to call, they had to call that guy two guns, man. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so so here's the part that really gets me in this post. He goes on to say, also spread the word to other big tech and media companies. And that that point right there just makes it that that yes, the FBI and the Department of Justice was concerned about actual Russian disinformation because they just weren't colluding with one company. They were they were quote colluding with all of them, which law enforcement does. It's a protocol for them. And he goes on to say it was not a request, but a demand. When have you ever seen Texas ball? Have you ever heard of law enforcement um, giving a request for certain information when they're saying, Hey, we have, th- we have this, or we have that. When is law enforcement? Ever- I mean, you've watched videos of law enforcement. Is there ever a request? I don't think it's ever a request. It's always a demand, right? Get on your knees, put your hands behind your back. I'm requesting this. I'm requesting these things. <laughs> well, when they first, the first time you talk to them, sometimes they will say, uh, would you like to give that to me? Right. Uh, you know, right because right. if you just would, if you just volunteer it, it saves right. a lot of paperwork. Right, you know? right, right, right. <laughs> so it goes on to say, whether they believe it or not, they had an excuse not to use it against Biden. Again, we're talking about dick pics here. We're talking about dick pics of Joe Biden's son's huge dick. Okay. And he goes on to say, who this is the greatest fucking finish here. I can't even believe that he is talking about dick pics here. And this is the finish who would have lost millions of votes and rigged and and stolen election. It is crazy that this guy believes that got it wrong there. It's rigged and stolen election. Right, because, he, because he can't help it. Well, in the last one, he capitalized the first letter. That's why I thought it was like names of horses, rigged and stolen, right? Um, but here, <laughs> it, he's obviously screaming because no one is hearing him. He's he's screaming into the void. Can you imagine? Listen, what I always wonder when I'm fucking reading these things is <laughs> I want to know what he looks like. When he's is he sitting on the shitter? Is he getting his diaper changed? Is he is he about to hit uh, a drive on the on the ninth hole? I I I, I want to know eating. what he's doing while he's, he's eating. Stupid shit. I guarantee you, he's smacking down cheeseburgers as fast oh, as yeah? he can right now. He yeah, is emotionally eating right now. <laughs> yeah, man, he's throwing hey, man. Them, throwing them cheeseburgers down. Nothing would please me more than for him to choke on a fucking Big Mac at this point. Nothing would please me more. 
you know, before we lose track of that topic, you know, you breaking it down beautifully, but again, let's look at it through the lens of reality. Talking about this last one. Yeah. Yeah. the, The one you just pulled up there. Let's look at this statement through the lens of reality. The reality was that yes, Every news organization in America, including Fox fucking news, <laughs> had this information. Right. And they did not go with it for a reason, because it was tampered with, because they could not rely on the information. It doesn't matter that Donald Trump, and this is where you and I, this is the only thing I'm angry about. This is the only thing I'm angry about. After the election, I wanted to take some time off. I like as you, I've been doing a little less social media. I've been doing a little woodworking, you know, shit like that. I wanted some time off. I thought maybe me and the wife would go fishing a few times, shit like that. No, I'm fucking dealing with this misinformation and it's right. pissing me off. And they keep saying things and, and it will become true if we don't counter it. If we, if you and I don't do our jobs, this will become true. And he's just, he's going to say it over and over and over again. And we always have to put it back in that lens of reality. The fucking news organizations knew it was bullshit. They knew the hard drive had been tampered with. They knew there was nothing that they legally could put their name on. Right. Well, and, and. Listen, the complete utter delusion of all this stuff, including Hunter Biden's laptop, the Trump trading cards, his derangement down at Mar-a-Lago while he's posting on True Social. This is all mockable. And that's what we have to do right now. We have to mock this. We have to. You got, Is there someone in the comments? Oh, uh, yeah. Rick Hot caught it. I'm a big Gene Hackman fan. He caught it. Salute oh. to you, Rick. I'm glad yeah, you got the quote. Texas Paul quoting Gene. He got my two guns quote. quote. What was the quote? Tommy two guns. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. Here's here's more um, evidence of their derangement. Uh, Piper for Missouri um, has this. Uh, She's she ran for office. Um, I've actually talked to her personally. Um, She's a huge Josh Holly hater, which um, we mean her had her on the show. I yeah. Why I plan on getting her as a guest on the show at some point but piper says here she's pointing out she said jesus christ these folks but she's being nice really texas ball she's being nice this tara price i don't know who this this uh, writer look at this writer gun lover anti-feminist america first nazi in her bio oh this this should be beautiful let's hear let's hear the bright statements of mrs price here jesus christ she says no, and I don't know what she's talking about, but it doesn't matter because the next statement is just utterly ridiculous. The 14th Amendment is unconstitutional. Jesus fucking Christ is right, Piper. What in the fuck? How how have they gone down this delusional QAnon hole so far that they don't know that how an amendment to the Constitution works? That's all they talk about. Is freedom of speech, which is the first one, and pew 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 pew. I mean, Jesus Christ, she has it in her fucking bio here. She's got it in her bio here. Gun lover. So you know she's a 2A bro. You know she is. So what in the fuck? How in the fuck do these people not know how an amendment to the Constitution works? That it's ratified by the states, which becomes part of the Constitution. They, I mean, they hate the 14th for many reasons. But it is absolutely mind-boggling to me 
that this person who is, is claiming to, you know, I don't know who that fuck she is, but she is she on Blaze TV? Is that what this is? She says Blaze TV. I don't know who this is. She says I have writer. no idea who this person is. But here's here, but the Fourteenth Amendment is unconstitutional. I'm gonna go to this post. Jesus Christ, <laughs> she's getting ratioed like a motherfucker. Look at this. Oh my God, uh, 316 quote tweets, 16 likes. You know what the problem you, is though? Yeah, what's that? Is that she's not <sighs> to say she's not wrong is the wrong way to put that. Um, just she is not wrong in our fucked up SCOTUS reality. Put it that way. Okay. Uh, look at what, what John mean. Roberts just did. Title mm-hmm. Forty Two is set to has been knocked down Correct. by a judge. The, the The judge quite correctly said you cannot on one hand say we do not have a COVID emergency. We don't need masks with mandates. We don't need school shutdown. We don't need uh, mandatory vaccinations. We don't need anything with COVID and then turn around and say, you can suspend due process for human beings because of COVID. You can't do that. The, the judge rightly called that out, shut it down. And, and Greg Abbott was screaming, you can't take Title 42 away from my fascist fucking ass, because if I actually have to to treat human beings like human beings and give them due pro- process under the law, well, then I can't be as big a dick as I want to be. And they tried to, you know, took this all the way to the Supreme Court. And John Roberts, who this is a clear cut situation. I mean, this is not a hard legal there, there are no deep nuances to this at all. The government that is arguing, you know, COVID's not a problem needs to adhere to that reality. If they're going to argue that you can't, you can't have it both ways. John Roberts issues a stay and keeps title 42 in place. So if you don't know what title 42 is, it means that when Somebody comes across the southern border. You don't have to give them any kind of due process. You could just throw them in a box, drive them to the border, and shove them back across. And t- which Title is the most is useless place, way of handling this. Title forty two was put in place under the Trump administration for COVID right, reasons. Correct. When we were well, in the middle, that of was COVID. the excuse. That was the excuse they used used for Title forty two. Well, it's actually part of the protocol when you shut down schools and everything else. Right. Title 42 has a legitimate purpose. It does. But you cannot say COVID is not a problem and we don't have to have any actions in place, but the suspension of due process. You know, you you can't hold on to that one thing because that makes us fascist. I mean, that's what separates a democracy from fascism is that people have rights in a democracy and you, you, you give people due process under the law. You, you know, can't just have a, law enforcement acting unilaterally. There's a saying we have here. The freedom to oppress the rights of other people is not liberty. We have that saying here on the Tony Michaels podcast. Um, and, and I think that encompasses the entire idea that you're, that you're stating and back to this, this, but what, what does that have to do with this 14th amendment? Her mindset, right? This whole nothing is solid anymore, Tony. Mm -hmm. These people, anything is on the table. As stupid as this is, the 14th Amendment to the Constitution, which is part of the Constitution, right, is unconstitutional, right? It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous on its face. You don't even have to go into what the 14th Amendment actually does. 
um, which the 14th Amendment delivered us our modern country. Like the, our way of life today is almost delivered to us by the, the 14th Amendment. But and that's why they fucking hate it. But here's the thing is that it doesn't even matter the substance of this amendment. She literally does not understand how an amendment works because of this statement. But and, and it doesn't matter who this person is. The point is that it absolutely, absolutely is fucking weird that we have people who claim to be, you know, patriots. So what was her fucking, what was she saying? Or what was in her bio? Okay, let, let's look at it again. Who claim to be gun, lo- America first. It just shows you what the ideology is. That That America first means white supremacy. It does not mean constitution. It doesn't mean that flag that's in behind you. Texas, Paul. It only means fucking white supremacy. That is it. Because that's mm-hmm. the thing they're fucking heard about the most here. Is this. They literally lifted that from the Klan. Right. They well, literally lifted right. that from the KKK. Mm-hmm. Well, and here's the thing. We, we, we both grew up in very white rural areas. Um, we have experienced, whether we knew it or not, white supremacy and, and um, st- structural and institutional racism we benefited from it it's our privilege jesus christ we're both white men for crying out loud but here's the thing is that that is what really confuses them the most they do not understand that you do not lose your privilege when there is equity and equality you do not lose your privilege just because someone gains the privilege that you have in an equal and equitable way doesn't mean you lose it but that is how that's how white supremacy operates. And it's how mm-hmm. classism between whites operates as well. We talked about it on this show that uh, the town I grew up in, there were no people of color. Were the white people racist there? Fuck yeah, they were racist, but they didn't have anyone to be racist against. So it, go, it went to a class type system, right? It was white classism. And there were there were whites that were better than other whites in the town because they didn't have anyone to be superior to. So they had to be superior amongst themselves. And that's the craziest fucking deluded part of our American culture. And it is built, absolutely built on the foundation of white supremacy, folks, and white privilege. And if you're not aware of that, you haven't been paying attention. You just have not yeah. been. And 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 that's that's where and, and again, I know it sounds crazy that that her statement that the 14th Amendment is unconstitutional is racist, but it is. It is white supremacy is what she's talking about. Fundamentally. You know, and CRT, whenever they mention CRT, they're not Same talking thing. about Same CRT. They're talking about the propaganda, propagandized history that you and I grew up on. You know, imagine me being a kid and how shocked I was when I found out that Robert E. Lee wasn't a fucking genius. He was a moron, a complete moron. He was not a great military leader. He was a guy that would put his soldiers through any fucking thing and did not care what happened to them. He, he made his chops in the Mexican-American War because he did shit to his soldiers that other commanders wouldn't do. I mean, literally, the decisive battle that made him a hero, he ran his entire you know, company of soldiers, ran them right through a fucking cactus patch that the Mexicans they were fighting thought covered their flank because nobody would be stupid enough to march through it. Oh no, Robert E. Lee would do that to his soldiers. He would, you know, and then you, every battle in the civil war, the only battles he won, he was on the defensive on his home ground. Every time he went somewhere, you know, he lost his ass. He made stupid fucking mistakes. The guy's a moron, but 
not to get off in the weeds, that's the point. That is what they're talking about. They want to preserve the status fucking quo. And as you're saying, Tony, the idiocy, idiocy of that is immeasurable because I do not lose anything because someone else also gets it. But that's and, and it's even the opposite of that. You actually preserve your liberty by making sure, making sure that marginalized community receive their liberty. It protects your own. How the fuck can't they how the fuck can't they understand how rights, freedom and liberty works? It is the opposite of what they're saying. And it's the upside down. And it's the QAnon world that we live in because it really is a QAnon world. We're just living in it um, and because the QAnoners don't even realize that they're pushing a neo-Nazi a real domestic terrorist narrative. Uh, we watched this shit with the LGBTQ community and, and well, the BIPOC community too, but here recently with Matt Walsh, the Daily Wire, Tucker Carlson going on and on and on about trans people and trying to make every single LGBTQ person um, a, an enemy of the state and an enemy of God and whatever the fuck bullshit they want to spread around. But here uh, in Moore County, we talked about it. Was it last week or the week before? Fuck, they get away from me here, Texas, Paul. Uh, Moore County, you know, um, they they there was an attack on their power grid, and I think there was they about shut up they, substations. Right, they shut, they up, shut up substations. Right, it was a strategic attack to shut down uh, an LGBTQ event by turning off the electricity, essentially. Um, and and I think they ended up. Uh, cutting power to what was it about 40 or 50,000 people in Moore County. Yeah. I believe that was the number. Yeah, 43,000 like people. If I remember correctly. Yeah. So, somewhere, somewhere in the 40, 50,000 range. Uh, raw story is putting out uh, a story this morning has obtained exclusive chats leaked by an uh, infiltrator that show neo-Nazi. Um, they were discussing an Adam Waffen off offshoot. Now, Adam Waffen are Nazis. This yeah. is not in the context of, when I say Matt Gatz, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and Nick Fuentes are America first Nazis, they self-identify themselves as Nazis. These are mm -hmm. real fucking neo-Nazis. This is not them trying to separate themselves from Kanye or trying to separate themselves from, like you said, the, the America first of the KKK. This They are truly 100% outright in front Nazis. Um, now, this offshoot... Uh, is called they're called the National Socialist Resistance Front. Does it sound familiar? The National Socialist Resistance Front. Again, they they're, they're identifying themselves there as National Socialists, which we all know that's how Hitler self-identified the Nazi and Party. Again, through the lens of reality, just because you see the word socialist there, right, they exactly. weren't fucking socialists. They were right. fascists that that took over a socialist party. Right. Just exactly. like just like the fascists are taking over the Republican Party doesn't make them fucking Republican at That's all. Right. They're it fucking make fascists. Them, it doesn't make them conservative. Not even close. That's why I call them the America first Nazi Party. OK, so um, has been tied to Moore County. So it is this Adam Waffen offshoot, the National Socialist Resistance Front, which is basically Adam Waffen. And the reason why is because the FBI and the domestic terrorist, um, I, I believe, there was three Adam Waffen members that were arrested. Um, what was it? Uh, 
think it was back in the spring when they threatened there was a threat to um a, a water a water system somewhere um in Florida I believe or Georgia I can't remember there's so many of these things and they actually uh, arrested those and charged them and so of course there's an offshoot you know they got to change the name they got to rebrand you know that's that's what's surprising about the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers to me is they haven't rebranded yet even though they're fucking seditious traitors uh, in court they're proven to be uh, but it seems as if raw story is undercovered uh, chat leaks that this group um, is where this comes with. from where where this whole ideology comes from this is an international thing guys right this mm-hmm. is not this is not homegrown this is this this comes directly out of Russia which supports white supremacist groups worldwide they have give them given them strategic plans the idea behind it is and this is why this is actually scary that they're doing these test runs if they can take down the power grid that shuts down your water supply they are armed to the teeth they then assume control that is that is the step by step function of this you cannot operate for more than 2 days without water you cannot, as a human being, operate more than two days without water. If they take down the power grid, the tap water you rely on is gone. There are backup generators that will run for a few days, and that's it. Then they can assume control. That is the plan. That is the scary-ass fucking strategy that they have put together. And for too long, you have people that are in the Republican Party that were way too complicit and did not want to act against these people because they're their people. They vote their way. Folks, the Republican Party will not protect you. They will not. They need these scumbag fuckwads because if if you took away the electoral college not to get into the weeds or anything the republicans could not be a national party they couldn't they couldn't survive they they would a presidential they would, nev- election. They would never win a presidential election they would never own the white house again <laughs> well under their current it's, state at least yeah, and 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 they have to have these radical ass groups. That's why they will not come out and speak against white supremacy. They will not come out and speak against any of their supporters at all because they're barely holding their house together. We're kicking their ass and they see it disintegrating. Their game plan has to be attack our ability to vote and hold their coalition together. And these fuckers are their coalition. They are the root of it and and the sheriff in that county is fucking worthless because he is part of these fucking organizations right he went and prayed he went and prayed with the suspect and decided through that prayer he knows she doesn't need to be investigated bullshit she's a former military intelligence and she is exactly the person that these fucking organizations recruit they specifically go for these people and they're good at it, folks. They are trained. The Russians have excellent PSYOP organizations. They may not be able to have infrastructure out there, but their human capabilities are huge. And if you don't think so, look at Maria Butina. She was in the upper echelons of the Republican Party and a fucking Russian spy. Folks, 
I, I know I've thrown a lot out there, like like spaghetti on the wall, blah, you know what I mean? But or ketchup but on the wall, you, as we are in this age. Yeah, these people are fucking dangerous, and this was a test run. This really was a test run. They know that if you can wipe out power in New York City, it will be chaos in a week. Right. It will be complete and utter chaos in a week because 12 million people cannot move out of the city. We cannot get the water into the city. They will be engaged in a fucking guerrilla war. They can literally paralyze most of New England. And the Russians have been training them to do it. Well, you know, you know who else the Russians have a, a hold on at the Republican Trump. Party? Well, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Um, oh, my God. It is it is insane how um, absolute um, entrenched in Putin she is. But speaking of Marjorie Taylor Greene, there's a little bit of a feud going on, Texas Paul. And I want to take advantage of it, of course. I want to take full advantage of it. What I want to do is I want to drive these wedges as deep as I possibly can. Here's what I mean by that. We, I politicize the shit out of everything here. I'm not scared of it. Um, I think we should. It's part of the national narrative. I do it so you don't have to. The, the viewers, the listeners out there, I do it so you don't have to. You can just say, look, look what this chucklehead said. Maybe we should listen to this. You know, I don't know. Share around the clip. But here's the thing is that they absolutely cannot figure out who's going to be speaker. They can't. Kevin McCarthy is today is not going to get to 218 today. He, by January 3rd, he may make enough deals and sell off enough of his speakership, um, enough of his power in speakership to be get 218. I think that's how he has to get to 218 is he has to sell off all the power in his speakership. Um, but he'll, but he is, so he might get there. But they're all infighting, right? And we should encourage this and not only encourage this, we should drive wedges. This is Matt Gantz, a little clip of Matt Gantz talking about Marjorie Taylor Greene and the speakership. Let's listen. And then I'm going to go to the feud between Boebert and Marjorie Taylor Greene. Let's listen. Your colleague, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, is going to be speaking here. You, yes. I was with you guys when you were traveling and touring around uh, various places in Florida and other cities. She is actually backing McCarthy. He doesn't deserve her. She's so great. I love Marjorie Taylor Greene. I yeah. think that she would be a terrific speaker or leader. You know, Marjorie has often reflected her frustration with Congress as an institution, how corrupt it is, how there's no planning. And oftentimes, Kevin McCarthy is the embodiment of the worst features of the Congress. So, so why I don't, is she backing him? I don't begrudge her that. Not all two people see all things the same way every time she and I see this differently. But trust me, we're uh, allies. We're in the fight. Marjorie Taylor Greene is going to be one of the folks, no matter who the speaker is, holding them accountable and making sure that we're getting after it. OK, so Texas, Paul, here's what's important about this clip is that Matt Gatz knows that people like me and you are going to use this fucking narrative that they're at each other's throats to drive wedges. And we're going to we're going to try to destroy the America first Nazi wing of the Republican Party, which is the entirety of the party at this point that he knows that. That's why he's hedging his bet in there when he's saying, oh, well, just because we disagree on this issue doesn't mean doesn't mean that we don't get along and we're not allies, because that's that's the little bit of evidence that he needs, because I'm about to show you a clip where him and Bobert are actually at are burning Marjorie Taylor Greene's house to the ground. But respond to this clip, if you will, first. 
Can you hear me there? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh you, okay. the yeah. last clip. Yeah. Okay, I thought yeah, you were about to show no, another yeah. clip. No, no, I'm respond sorry. <laughs> to this, respond to this clip where he's saying she would make a great speaker, which is fucking laughable on its face. Marjorie Taylor yeah. Greene has no clue the process of the House of Representatives and would absolutely fucking tank that son of a bitch. Yeah, she'd be great for us. You know, I mean, well, she's, right, right, she's right. a fucking moron. I mean, she really is. She she has no self control. She says the stupidest shit in the world. She would alienate eighty percent of the country immediately. Right. I mean, but but the problem is there would be so much pain and 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 tragedy and and it it would be horrific for the country. I'm glad to see that the Republicans aren't willing to go there. Um, and it's just sad, Tony. It's sad. The debate here isn't Kevin McCarthy or a strong conservative leader, which I can fight with a conservative. What 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 but conservatives are left in the, the Republican argument, Party, though? Yeah, which but the argument left? is right. The argument is Kevin McCarthy, the fucking weakling jack off right. versus the most radical elements of the Republican party, like Marjorie fucking Taylor green, but who they can't I still get to, to this day can't though. prove it, but believe she's the fucking bomber from January 6th. Right. There's evidence to, to assume that, but she can't get to two eighteen. Neither can Andy Biggs or any of these other fucking weirdos and crazies and Q and honors. They're not going to get to two eighteen either. This again, this is why it's so important for us to talk about this as opposed to talk about Joe Biden's successes. Joe Biden's successes are going to get right in your pocket, right? You ain't going to have to talk about them much. They're just going to happen. It's it's important for us to talk about this 218 thing. And the reason why it's so important to understand why in our history, in our timeline, in this modern time right now, why it is so important that no Republican can get to 218, none of them, is because that's how the legislative body works. You have to whip votes. That is exactly how it works. It works no other way. The House of Representatives will be stalled. We will have a government shutdown in, in September. Guarantee you. I don't care who that the speaker is. I haven't been talking to any of any of the people I know in the House about this, and I really need to bring myself up under speed up to speed on the negotiations of this. But we need to be we need to be courting Kevin McCarthy. We do. He's he's got the most votes right now. He's having to go far right to secure his speakership. We need to kick. We have conservative Democrats. We need to have them quietly urge. Uh, you know, Minority Leader Jeffries needs to be quietly moving votes into the McCarthy camp to get him to 18 because Kevin McCarthy politically is great for us because he's a fucking moron. But <laughs> he'll be such a shitty speaker. But he so is not Marjorie Taylor Greene and we don't want him owned by her. You know, right. I mean, it's just, hey, well, man, I just sent you a link. Yeah, I just sent you a link, and I'm, I'm, my 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 theme is look at it through the lens of reality. If you bring up that link and scroll down, there's a map there. That clip we just watched mm -hmm. was from Turning Point USA's America Fest. Yeah, th th this is this Keep, is Charlie Kirk's organization, by the way. Yeah, that's Charlie Kirk's organization, and I want you to keep this in mind as you watch this, folks, for the audience. What I'm about to show you here, what Tony's pulling up for you right here, this map are schools. All they're the pins you colleges see. colleges is what you're saying. 
They're high schools and colleges. Oh, high schools and colleges. They're high schools and colleges. These people, this is not a grown-up organization, you know, that that that's out there, you know, this isn't this isn't some conservative movement organization. These are high schools and colleges. Well, they call it the student movement for freedom uh on over thirty five. Exactly. These people are funneling this shit that you just saw directly to your kids. Matt Gates, the Fucking pedophile motherfucker that took a 17-year-old girl across state lines for the purposes of paying her for sex is the allegation that seems to be panning out. I don't know why they're not prosecuting that motherfucker. You know, Green has done has spilt the tea on him. This is the guy they're funneling to your kids' schools. You know, this whole organization is designed to create an, create another generation of Republicans. Look at that shit through that fucking lens. When you watch that clip, he's not talking to me and you, Tony. He's talking to our kids. Well, and the other thing that I want to point out here um, on this map is because, uh, you know, you, they, they, they get to this land vote shit. But even this map on their own website shows um, that <laughs> it's it's only population hubs. Um, are where schools are. So it, it clearly shows where the majority of people are, but I want to, I want to make Texas Paul's point even more clear here. If you just look at like the state of California here, if you think California is, is full of a bunch of Democrats and liberals, libtards, look what he's trying to do in this state. Look how many different organizations, how many different pen drops he has around this state to try to make sure that that they're influencing out of this state, um, which is, you know, important when you put it in the context that that California is blue and it'll always be blue. And, you know, you can count on it. You can't count on anything, can you, Texas? Well, not a goddamn no. thing. No, you know, it's death, always a fight. Death taxes and the stupidity of this little moron. Let me let me bring this clip back up. Um, I think, you know, the moron I'm talking about. You ever seen a rooster? Be out in the yard, you know, bobbing its head. It's pissed off. It's ready mm-hmm. to fight. Reminds me of this this moron. And yeah. again, this is from America Fest, from Turning thing. Point USA, being funneled to your kids. Right now, I'm gonna play this short clip. She had a whole fucking um, monologue of stupidity, right? And and she's really got on the whole Jesus thing. I don't know if you noticed that, but in the last really six yeah. months since she was running for that seat. And she barely won by 500 votes, um, which Marjorie Taylor Greene points out. But Lauren Boebert has really got on the Jesus train. Like, Jesus this, Jesus that. It's kind of, it's kind of, uh, she needs to quit Congress and be a pastor somewhere at one of these crazy trader TV networks or one of these um, these evangelistic, you know, white supremacist, white nationalist yeah. churches. But here, here's a short clip of uh, Bobo the Clown. justice 
Department okay, just, of Injustice. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I just want to point out here that the proud stuff, the proud, 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 and then and then the deep state shit. Um, again, this is all this is all fucking cat calls to Adam Waffen. This is all cat calls to stochastic terrorism, a white supremacy of neo Nazis in this country. It's the and advanced, she's recruiting your kids right, right now, the, right on on Turning Points USA. So that's a short little clip, just just a little hint of the stupidity. Uh, Lauren Boebert. Now, you would think that someone like Marjorie Taylor Greene or Matt Gantz would buy into would buy into that type of stupidity, Texas Paul. I mean, it's their type of stupidity. But now they're competing. OK, they're competing for control, like you said, of the America First Nazi Party. It is super important that they have the ability in the House of Representatives to talk about Hunter Biden's laptop. And how the January 6th insurrectionists who are in prison, convicted, tried, and convicted, and sentenced are political prisoners. It is super important that they want to talk about this stuff. And the reason why is to distract from the 2020 winner of the election, Joe Biden, to distract that he, that, that Donald Trump lost to Joe Biden. That's what the Hunter Biden laptop dick pics is about. And then the, the insurrectionist that they're political prisoners is to divert from that they are criminals. They were participants in the January 6th insurrection. They are insurrectionists. They may end up as prisoners, and they do not want to be treated like the Department of Justice, as Lauren Boebert says, Department of Injustice, is treating those defendants now. I want to um, bring this up here. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Green tweeted a three-tweet uh, thread about um, her feud with Lauren Boebert. At this same event, this is at the same Turning Points USA event. Now, I said to Marjorie's little thread here, I said, if you're pro-democracy, politicize the fucking shit out of this infighting of these nincompoop Nazis because they are nincompoops. And you'll see what I mean. Here's what she tweeted. Uh, let me see if I can get it a little better here on the screen. Marjorie Taylor Greene tweeted this from her official account, her official congressperson account, not her personal account. This is very important. I've supported and donated to Lauren Boebert. President Trump has supported and donated to Lauren Boebert. Kevin McCarthy has supported and donated to Lauren Boebert. She just barely came through by 500 votes. Now, these are shots fired. And this is the clip that caused her to tweet this. This is uh, Lauren Boebert and Matt Gantz being interviewed by Charlie Kirk. And um, is it Ch- Jack Prostate here, I think, is the one who is uh, interviewing him. Yeah, I guess it doesn't really matter. But watch their response when they're talking about Marjorie Taylor Greene and Kevin McCarthy. Because we've seen Matt Gantz kind of softball it and put it in the context that they're still allies. But watch Lauren Boebert's dumbass go on the attack. This is important. Someone who we all respect, Marjorie Taylor Greene, says Kevin McCarthy is going to be a great speaker. I, I guess you'll have to ask Marjorie about that. I'm, I'm a fan of hers. I'm an admirer, but it's not something we see the same. Way. Lauren? Uh, well, you know, I, I've been um, aligned with Marjorie and accused of believing a lot of the things that she believes in. I don't believe in this, just like um, I don't believe in Russian space so, lasers. Are, are you a hard no? Space lasers and okay. all of this. No, I, I'm just saying we, we need to actually have an inside conversation okay. and, and, and make sure that these promises are there. Now, if you didn't notice the look on Jack's face, oh, I'm sorry. If you didn't notice the look on Jack's face here and 
Matt Gantz, as she's saying that, you are not paying attention to the politics that are at play here. And they understand, Matt Gantz clearly understands, and Jack here clearly understands, and Charlie Kirk's trying to talk her off this ledge, that what she is doing is giving me, giving me, and Texas Paul and any other pundit out there the best gift ever in the history of ever, ever. Because how irrelevant is Lauren Boebert and Marjorie Taylor Greene if Kevin McCarthy wins this speakership, like Texas Paul was saying? Really fucking irrelevant. But when we draw wedges for the 2024 election, because folks in 2024, is just not about the presidential election. We're going to have some Senate races and we're going to have all the House races. And she lost by, or she won, excuse me, by just about 500 votes. That district is going to be 100% takeable from Lauren Boebert. She knows it and she has to start, she has to start raising her national profile again to run in that district again. And what better than Marjorie Taylor Greene and Texas Paul, this is a gift. I see it as a fucking gift. What do you think? Oh, it is. Absolutely. The more they invite, the better it is for us. I mean, there's no way around it. And, 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 and the hilarious part of it is, is watching the people. It's like the trolls in the comments that are in, in the comments right now. We just picked up a fresh batch of po- uh, trolls in the comments. Oh, did we? Yeah, okay. Their entire purpose is to try to not look like total fucking losers because they <laughs> got their dicks kicked in in the last election. I mean, that's oh, the whole fuck. point of this. They're all over Twitter this morning. There's one guy in here, Olson, who was all over fucking Twitter this morning. He's nothing but a fucking troll. He went through Twitter this morning pumping shit out about, uh, you know, all of this, we're scared of Trump bullshit. It's like the cat being scared of the fucking mouse as he slaps it around. <laughs> They're fucking losers, man. Um, Just giant losers. You're going to lose again in 2024, folks. And it's not going to be stolen either. We're just going to kick your ass as usual because you're fucking horrific. You back people that say things like Jewish space lasers that's hilarious man what a line that's she had the there. fucking train you're on what what a line she had there lauren bobert because you seen matt matt gantz again try to softball it when when charlie kirk serves it up to him right puts it on the tee matt gantz could have totally fucking torched marjorie taylor green in that moment and he didn't because he understands who we are he understands the punditry of the left they know They know we're coming for them. They know we are not going to tolerate intolerance anymore. They are terrified that the Democrats in this country are backed by fucking pro-democracy messaging, folks. We're not. I mean, me and me and uh, Texas Paul here, maybe I maybe Democrats, but more than anything, we are pro-democracy and our messaging is pro-democracy. And there's only one party at the current time that that benefits. It is the Democrats and Nazis like Matt Gatz and Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren, well, not as much Lauren Boebert, because that's the point I'm going to try to make here, is that they understand. They understand that we now have a narrative. We now have messaging. And the problem that they really have is the guy they love, the one they want to be the dictator, he's the messaging that we're winning on. That's the messaging that we're winning on. So they don't know how to react. And Lauren Boebert does something in true dummy style where she basically gives us, uh, serves us up a big piece of cake 
to eat and gobble up for the next two or three weeks. Um, because every But it's time- important, Tony. It's Absolutely. important. It is important. We have to keep, you know, again, I'm pissed off about this. I wanted to take some fucking time off. I wanted to enjoy myself for a while. We can't, Tony. We've got to keep at it. We've got to keep banging away because these people, and again, Charlie Kirk was the guy in that video. He funnels this to your fucking kids. You need to be screaming down at your kid's school. Get Turning Point USA out of my kid's fucking school. You've got to get it out of your kid's school. They are. This guy is not trying to get information to you, me, or anybody to convince anybody of age. He's funneling this shit to children. And children are easy marks, man. All you got to do is make them think they're smart and they will believe anything you say. You know, and this guy knows it. They packaged this shit really fucking well, people. I'm telling you, Charlie Kirk is fucking dangerous. He's grooming your kids. Well, he he was he paid for, Turning Ports USA paid for I don't know how many buses of people to go to the insurrection. I mean, he yeah. was paying for the people to be on the ellipse to go and listen to the Cheeto Dust Q and Honor incite them to violence. Um, speaking of yeah. um, people, their pack them. absolutely did. You're right. It was, I think it was six busloads of people. They sent yeah. to, to the January 6th. Mm-hmm. Well, it was turning points USA, a few other groups that uh, were in on it. Um, uh, uh, Jeannie Thomas's group being one of them helping turning points USA. Here's uh, Ron's got this uh, video here. Um, now Carrie Lake is basically irrelevant. She showed up at this turning points USA and I could show the clip. And I might hear after this, this little, this little ditty here. Um, but do you know who Wendy Rogers is? You talk about irrelevant. You know, what Wendy Rogers is. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Yeah. She's a fucking nutball. Okay. So, She's so another she, one that gave us a gift. She gave us that video of maybe we've been living in a bubble. Yeah. I think, I think <laughs> you were on the show when we went through. She's like, yeah, well, here she is back in the bubble, Texas wall, because um, this morning the judge didn't immediately throw out Carrie Lake's lawsuit um, in a hearing this morning, which is he's likely to throw out at some point. Um, as this progresses, because it's just all bullshit. But he's willing hes willing to play ball with their delusion at this point. But Wendy Rogers is at uh, some sort of fucking Nazi rally here. You can see the Cheeto Dust QAnoners in the background, not Carrie Lake. Um, but anyways, Wendy, uh, Ron says, Wendy Rogers announces that the judge didn't immediately throw out Carrie Lake's lawsuit. And then MAGA puts their weirdness on full display. This is, this is kind of fucking crazy um, when we watch it here. Let me see if I can. Let me see this, if I can get it going. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll get you on the other side. Okay, let, let's let's play it here again. This is Wendy Rogers making a statement uh, about the judge not immediately um, um, eighty-sixing Carrie Lake's case. We are going to trial for Carrie Lake. This is hilarious. (laughs) 
Okay, this is a good example of how they eat disinformation like chocolate cake. Because the fact is, is Wendy Rogers said they're going to go to trial, which is not exactly true, right? But that's not a lie. It's not a lie that they're, it would be a lie to say that they're not going to go to trial, right? At this point, because the judge, the judge is just, just pushing along. Go ahead. Go ahead. I am fucking loving this. I am loving this. This is, this goes back to like, like when Trump requested the special master mm -hmm. and then Giuliani did the same thing before him, but they didn't fucking learn. Right. Um, you know, like Trump requested that special master and he's like, Oh, I'm winning. Oh, by the way, will you pay for this? No, no, we won't. You'll pay for it. Right. And you're going to hate what this fucker does to you. You know what I mean? We were like every, and they're like, Oh, we won. We got a special master. <laughs> you just kicked your own dick in is right. what you did there. And Carrie Lake, Carrie Lake doesn't fucking get how this she, drift works. She, you know, you think if she nothing ever if nothing ever goes to court, it's like the election. They said a bunch of shit, but didn't take it to fucking court. Because if you take it to court, right, all this shit has to be proven. And then a judge admonishes you and says, you didn't prove shit. Right. This is such a fucking lose for Carrie Lake. Well, and again, but it's disinformation in front of your eyes, right? Because here's a room full of a bunch of just delusional QAnon nutbags, right? That will believe anything Wendy Rogers speaks into a microphone. And the fact is, is that this case that Carrie Lake wants, which again, you're saying she does not want, which is she does not want this case because it's only going to fucking hurt her um, and her narrative and make her even more irrelevant if you could only imagine. But here's the thing is that Wendy Rogers is says a piece of disinformation into the microphone, right? She says it right into the microphone with a bunch of QAnon Gary Lake supporters in the room. And they eat it like it is the best fucking thing that they've ever eaten in their entire life. Because the fact of the matter is, is that the judge just didn't kick this case. That's all that happened. It was a preliminary. Yeah. They didn't kick the case. It's it's They're probably going to kick this case once... Um, they have more hearings and they present what fucking what case they have. Right. Yeah. This when, when they make, when, when they, when they file a motion for it to be dismissed, they'll right. kick it. You know? Right. 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 It, it just, it just, it it's insanity. It's insanity that, that in this moment, these people aren't going, wait a second, is it really going to trial? Because again, it may or may not at this point, the judge is not ruling it out. That is, it's probably not going to, but the judge is not ruling it out. That's the real piece of truth here. But again, Wendy Rogers is using that piece of misinformation, feeding it to these people, and immediately they eat it because it it supports their narrative. And this is why we have to mock them in this fucking moment. We have to mock them in the moment because three weeks from now, Texas, Paul, three weeks from now, when this case probably gets kicked out or a month from now, we're going to go back and we're going to try to play this clip. But these people in this moment, they're going to make up some other motherfucking reason why Carrie Lake is winning. Right. In this moment, yeah, because that's right. That's what the whole clip was about. It was just about we won something. Oh, my God. We won. <laughs> We're not losers. We won. Yeah, you didn't win shit. You didn't you this is the worst thing that could happen for Carrie Lake. This is the worst thing that could happen for Carrie Lake. She does not want this to go to trial. Then she has to prove all the bullshit that she's been saying and she can't. She can't. And she looks like a fucking moron. 
you know, it's it always, always, always go to Twitter, go to any of the social media platforms. It's the same fucking thing. They're trying desperately not to look like the big fucking losers they are. Well, you know, oh, we're winning. We're winning. We're strong. Ooh. Speaking of uh, big fucking losers, um, did you see this poll that Elon Musk put out? Did you see this? I am so glad that you're bringing this up. (laughs) Well, I wasn't going to go because we couldn't talk about it yesterday. We had the hearing going on. Um, I think Elon Musk was brought up a couple times in the coverage. Again, if you're here watching, um, subscribe to the Tony Michaels podcast on the channel here on YouTube. We have all the coverage from yesterday's hearing, the pre-coverage, the actual hearing, and then the post-coverage on my channel here. You can see all of it right here on the Tony Michaels podcast or hit subscribe and go to the videos tab. You'll see all three of them there, the post coverage, the hearing and the pre coverage. So we brought him up a few times yesterday, but I wasn't able to talk about him. So I want to talk about this poll, this election that uh, Elon (laughs) Musk had. This is fucking hilarious. So here's what I suspect, Texas ball. Elon Musk was summons to the world cup. Um, and there was an image of him and Jared Kushner and the Saudis that he's probably in hawk to um, in, in this at the World Cup. Again, I believe he was summons there. I don't think he went there on his own. He was talking about last week how if he if someone tweets his location, it's doxing, which he tweeted himself. Look, I'm at the World Cup, which is doxing his himself, which is really fucking ridiculous. But I think he was summons to the World Cup. And the reason why he was summons there, Texas Paul, is to be told, hey, you need to find someone else to run this motherfucker. Because here's the thing. Everyone thinks that Elon Musk's um, goal here is to take down Twitter. I don't believe that's the case. There's no way the Saudis threw in their money for this much influence, like on a social media platform like Twitter, and expect that Elon Musk is just going to crash this thing into the ground. That was not That was not their bet here. Definitely not their bet. Do they? Saudis do not want to give up a piece of um, uh, uh, social media influence like they could have in Twitter, right? So I believe he was summoned there to be told, you got to step down. You got to find someone else to run this thing. You're destroying the fucking thing. You're just, you're out of your mind. So he sends out this, this poll, right? And this is what the poll said. Should I step down as head of Twitter? I will abide by the results of this poll. Now you can clearly see the results after 17 and a half million votes. That's a lot of votes on a poll, Texas poll. Mm-hmm. Almost 60% said yes. Holy and it's God. not even close because you know, as well as I do, you get a poll out to 17 and a half million votes. It's going to be within a few percentage points. This ain't even close. This is, this is 15 fucking points, man. All right. That is a, that is, that is bigger than Reagan's blowout in 80. I mean, it, it, <laughs> You know, that was, I think that was like seven points or six points. This is fucking 15 fucking points, man. He won every single state back then. Now, now here's the thing is that this morning, I believe um, it's uh, business inside. Someone's reporting this morning. I forget the, uh, the source. Someone's reporting this morning that he is actively looking for a CEO and he has been. There's no way that Elon Musk, you know, and we talked about this a lot, wants to run Twitter anymore. Uh, it's not fun. Right. This is not fun for him. He's getting booed when he goes places. Um, He's running polls like this, expecting for people to fucking fluff him for his bots and his simps to fluff him. And they're not. They're just not. It's not happening. Um, And he he is he is in a dire situation with Tesla. I'm going to show you that, too, uh, while we're talking about this. But I said 
I said, you still on the shitter? There's an old saying that uh, went around <laughs> in my house, Texas, Paul. It was a shitter get off the pot. You ever heard that? Yep, absolutely. Shit or get off the pot, Elon. That's what I was trying to say there is, hey, man, you need to shit or get off the pot on this. You need to announce the the CEO. Now, he he sent out a few more tweets. He was like, ah, be careful what you wish for and that sort of shit. Mm. So who do you think? That's what I want to know, Texas. Well, who do you think is going to be if Elon steps down and he appoints a CEO to run Twitter? Who do you think it's going to be? I have no idea. I'll be honest with you. I, don't, I can't even hazard a guess there because you're looking at the same situation as trying to be a coach for the Cowboys with, with Jerry Jones involved. I mean, it's like you're never really 100% the coach. You've always right. got that co-coach with you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's going to be the same thing for whoever takes over Twitter because this is really too much. Twitter, that fucking broke Elon Musk, man. I mean, emotionally, it broke Elon Musk. You think Elon Musk, him getting booed at the Dave Chappelle? Event? Oh, that's all part of it. That's where it stems right. from. He he knows it because you, you know Elon moved to Texas, right? So he had been listening to right wingers forever, and they told him, "You got to get out of California, man. You got to get out of California. Come to Texas. Keep we you, love you." And, you. and <laughs> Republicans can't govern. They can't do a fucking thing. They're fucking losers, but they do know how to suck a billionaire's dick. Yeah. They oh, can do God, that damn. well. They you told right. Elon that's, everything that's, he ever wanted to hear in his life. And he has been spending the worst of the worst Republicans out there. Abbott, Ken Paxton, Dan Patrick, all of these guys have been filleting Elon Musk and to come to Texas. And that's what's in his head. Why I say we've got to unfuck his mind, because that's the shit that's been piled in his ears for the last couple of years. And Elon really believed, you know, old Wendy Rogers, maybe we were in a bubble. Elon Musk really believed that he was going to come to Twitter. He was going to throw this fucking sales pitch out of free speech and everybody was going to love it. And everybody was going to love what he was doing with the company because he's going to make it profitable and this, that, and the other. And he could not believe the reaction he got. He just couldn't. Mm -hmm. It just fucking broke him emotionally. Well, because, you know, and then well, because which we're talking about with Twitter, I mean, uh, Tesla, yeah. I'm sorry, no, go ahead. which we're talking about with Tesla, Tesla stock from in January was over 400 a share. I believe today it peaked under 150. I'm not, I'm not uh, sure. I haven't checked the numbers yet today, but he was scraping. It was like 150 and a quarter yesterday. Um, this, this, this was, this was three. Yeah. It's under 150 now, 145, 80. And his investors are revolting on him. They are revolting. The biggest, the board isn't who you have to worry about here because the board, other than Larry Ellison, they're completely appointed and owned by Elon Musk. But the investors in Tulsa and and Tesla, I keep calling it Tulsa, (laughs) the investors in Tesla will sue the fuck out of him. They will go around the board. And these are people with deep fucking pockets that are not tied to one or two companies for their wealth. This is old money wealth where they can really, they can fucking lob Brinks trucks at Elon Musk, uh, you know, off of trebuchets if they want to fight this motherfucker. (laughs) And that's what he was getting in to, to circle the wagons. That's what he was getting. When you saw him there with Kushner and everybody, he was getting his ego stroked and he was also being told it's okay. Let this one go. They're not giving up on Twitter as a propaganda platform. The whole Twitter files. This is, this is also Elon Musk in self survival mode because Trump, this was all part of a plan. This was all part of a plan. This was part of the, his inner circle, this upper echelon Republican 
group had a plan. They were going to put these Twitter files out. We were all going to be shocked and yada, yada, yada. And they thought this was a winner, man. They thought this was a winner. And Trump's all over it. If you look at his tweets today, nothing but Twitter files, man. Oh, he is yeah. just all over it. Well, I mean, they, they need the distraction uh, is the main And Elon's, Elon's seeing this fucking failure and what it's doing to him. And he is grabbing the parachute and diving. He will have his fingers in what goes on at Twitter, but he's going to separate himself from this. This was all part of his fucking plan. And he believed their bullshit that people would love him for this. That's the thing. You look at the trolls in the comments here. They believe that people love them for what they're doing. You know, they believe that they're they're better than everybody else. And, the, and, and that's the same shit. When Elon came into Twitter, he was nothing but a fucking troll. Well, he I didn't mean, even understand. I mean, look, he didn't here. even understand. Well, look, he didn't look. understand the basics of Twitter as a hub for social media. You use it. I use it. Everybody uses it to link to other platforms. And that brings everybody to Twitter to look for what I produce and what you produce and everybody else, all the great creators out there. Twitter was a great hub to go get the information because we all linked it there, which gave Twitter engagements. For everything you and I fucking did on any other platform, you know, five or six different platforms that we're on, we linked it all through Twitter. And Twitter lived off of that shit. And Elon Musk turns around and says, you can't link anything off of Twitter. <laughs> well, they changed that. They tucked tail and, run on, and ran on yeah, that they did. immediately. Because somebody because explained to him idea. how social media fucking works. Well, I actually think he got a personal call um, from a lot of big names, including uh, Jack Dorsey. But um, th this little exchange here, with uh, Elon and his simps, right? Um, this simp here, they're talking about the poll that I just showed earlier where he was voted out as CEO on Twitter, right? Now, whether he abides by that poll or not, we'll see. Um, they, they Again, this morning, the news is there's a source that is saying he's actively looking for a CEO. I actually believe that's what his World Cup meeting was about. I'll tell you that here about that here in a second. Um, unfiltered boss here with a, probably a paid blue check says... Blue subscribers should be the only ones that can vote in policy-related polls. We actually have skin in the game. And Elon Musk replies back, good point. Twitter will make that change. So in other words, there's a poll tax now over at Twitter. And that's how, that's how much free speech they want at Twitter is you have to pay to vote, uh, especially when it's Elon um, putting out a poll. And then these motherfuckers, this is crazy shit. I don't I, know. I'm getting I, I have no idea if these fucking people are real or not, but this is crazy. Yes, only people willing to uh, pay. Of course, this person, and I'm talking about this guy down here, but the, this person, know nothing, says, yes, uh, he's pointing out the correct thing. Only people willing to pay you $8 for a blue check should be able to vote. That will surely be more accurate indicator of what the average user thinks about you. Selling free speech for $8 a month. Of course, no yeah, nothing is pointing that guy's it out. Really wanting a, uh, that guy's really wanting a sarcasm font right Right, there. right, right, right. So, so, But here's the thing. This, obviously, this paid blue check, David Norman, chimes in at the bottom. This is where we're at with these fucking white trumped up simps, Elon simps. These, pe these people are absolutely out of their minds. They do not understand anything at this point. They're so upside down. He posts, and I believe he's serious here. I pay a lot more than that for free speech. <laughs> what the fuck? Texas ball, what in the hell is this dumb motherfucker talking about? Right? 
He literally types oh out. He God. really types out on Twitter underneath Elon Musk. Now, of course, he's he's trying to, like you said, give Elon Felicio here because Elon's tagged in this thread. I'd pay more than that for free speech. Holy shit! I just Holy I, fuck. it is okay. insanity. Look up what the word "fucking free" means, right? And then relate that to having to pay for the privilege of speaking. I do not know why these motherfuckers can't put simple shit together like that. And they open their mouths and they say stupid shit like this. I mean, could you imagine being, you know, somebody's married to that fucking moron. I mean, somebody has to go throughout their day and this fucker leaves the house off a leash and goes and lives their lives and affects your life. Somebody's married to a fucking moron that would write things like I would pay more for free speech. Look up what the fucking word free means, you dumbass. Really free is. means you don't have to pay for it. It really is some stupid shit. I'm looking for, before we go, because I got two other things I want to talk about here. One one with this, as you say, Elon, the Elon Musk poll uh, for Twitter, or for CEO Twitter, um, because Snoop Dogg, if I can find that fucking thing here, I don't know if you, you know who Snoop Doggy Dog is, right? Yeah. Why are you Snoop, looking for that? Snoop? Twit files is, is imploding spectacularly. Oh, well, absolutely. let me do my Trump hands. It's, it's, it's incredible. It's amazing. It's, it's like nothing anybody's ever seen before. How spectacularly Twit files is fucking imploding. And Elon Musk doesn't want his name associated with Twit files anymore. So he's going to appoint a CEO who's going to be amazing. And he's going to, he's going to, he's going to be like nothing anybody's ever seen before. And Twitter's going to be just incredible folks, incredible folks, better than the chocolate cake at Mar-a-Lago. It's going to be incredible. Oh, God damn. Well, Snoop Dogg chimed in on this. Uh, who's going to run Twitter? And I, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not saying that we should abide by a Twitter poll, but I'm saying that this Twitter poll doesn't look half bad. 81% out of 3.4 mil, almost 3.4 million votes said Snoop Dogg should run Twitter. Um, at least for a couple days. That's all I'm asking for is let Snoop run that bitch for a couple days at a bare minimum. Now, I want to go back to this meeting at the World Cup because I believe Elon Musk was uh, summoned there. He was meeting with Jared. I actually believe that is the person in the in the top of the running that is going to run Twitter is Jared Kushner. Um, I know that sounds crazy. A lot of people think I'm probably fucking crazy for saying that. But um, I believe that Jared Kushner was there for a reason. Elon Musk was there for a reason. And there was Russian propagandist and um, um, uh, Saudis there for a fucking reason. They were all in the same place, in a public place, for a fucking reason. And the reason is who's going to control and who's going to run Twitter. Because I, I believe the Russians and Saudis uh, way overestimated how smart Elon was. Way over, uh, way overestimating how fucking smart he is. They have no idea how much of a fucking bonehead this guy is. And they now realize it. And they know they made a big fucking mistake um, backing this guy and putting him in charge of this. That that is one thing I I realize, but I want to show you because um, we had Michael Cohen on the coverage yesterday. Speaking of Trump's children and Jared Kushner, um, <laughs> Donald Trump Jr. responded uh, to yesterday's hearing, uh, and I want to I want to let me ask you: up. Who do you think's the like the 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 leftist of the left icons? I mean, who would you say is the leftist of the left icons? What, what, what I mean, mean, just the biggest names. I mean, like like. 
I don't know, just, just pull something out of the air. I mean, if you had to talk about a left warrior, somebody that you could just like use their winger? name and credibility, I mean, who would it be? Like a left winger? Yeah. Well, Obama, I mean, Bernie Sanders. I mean, okay. Take, take Obama, take Obama. Yeah. Okay? okay. This is what the Elon Musk and Kanye and the rest of these motherfuckers can't figure out. These fuckers were using Elon Musk's. They thought he had an undestroyable brand. Mm -hmm. They thought he was beloved. That's why the, he was recruited. That's why they brought him into this whole Twitter files plan, this whole this whole plan to try to keep the right wing alive. Because face it, the Republicans pander to these motherfuckers. They really do. In every single way, they pander to them. They get everything they want when Republicans are in charge. And it costs them nothing. So think about it. Who on the if you had somebody on the left like Obama and Obama starts turning around and 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 talking to Nazis and 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 bringing up Nazis and saying, you know, you got to listen to these people. You got to listen to their ideas. This, that, and the other. Obama would go in the fucking sewer so goddamn oh, yeah. fast. And well, we I mean, love that at, guy. Look at look at T Tulsi Gabbard. There's another one. There's it, Tulsi yeah. Gabbard. There's she a really was a good darling. Example. She was a fucking darling oh, when she came out. Everybody on the left loved her. Oh, oh she's going to be amazing. Andrew Yang. You remember that guy, Andrew Yang? Yeah. Oh, fuck, yeah. He's in the toilet now. Everybody, they cannot understand on the right. You know, they thought, oh, Kanye, that's bulletproof, man. So many people love Kanye. They recruited him. They told him what they needed to tell him to get his, them to listen to his fucking bullshit. And he went out and, bah, and they didn't make an inch. They didn't, they didn't move the front lines in this war an inch. All they did was fucking destroy Kanye. They fucking destroyed Elon and, and Kanye right. was did it voluntarily. Elon did it voluntarily. Right. But people need to understand this. They need to learn before more people destroy. I mean, Elon Musk has destroyed his brand. And I really honestly don't know if it can be rehabilitated at this point, but he has destroyed his brand. They will continue to recruit other people, Tony. They're not going to just oh, stick yeah. with Elon. Oh, yeah. oh, Six yeah. months from now, there will be another dumb motherfucker that <laughs> believes the bullshit that they say because they really can su suck a billionaire's dick. They really can. Right. And I mean, it, it will happen over and over and over again. And 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 I don't know what it's going to take for people to understand that is not a way to do business. That is you, not you a way see, to move you forward. Wanna, you want to see what it'll take? Here's a good example of that. And Michael Cohen does a great job at responding to Donald Trump Jr.'s tweet here. And then I'm going to show Liz Cheney, one clip of Liz Cheney before we go, um, because we're running out of time here. Donald mm -hmm. Trump Jr. tweets yesterday um, after, during, I think this is during, or no, 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 this is, this is the day before. The lead up to the uh, criminal reverse, he says, just a friendly, friendly reminder that 80 FBI agents had time to police free speech and memes at Twitter, but no one had any time to look into Jeffrey Epstein's black book, sexually exploiting children. OK, now watch this. This is this is I'm telling you, this is what this is how we do this. Michael Cohen, you love him, hate him, whatever you want to do. He perfectly shows the American people how to absolutely use their own words and dunk on fascism and disinformation and QAnon and just this Hunter Biden Twitter files shit and Epstein, just all the nonsense. Here's what Cohen says to at Donald Trump Jr. 
as someone who you used to listen to, stop talking. You are aware your dad is in the black book. Black book. <laughs> oh, my Goal! God. Oh, my God. Thank you, Michael <laughs> Cohen, for that uh, great piece of content. And uh, an example. Again, this is a, pr- a prime example of how you use reality to mock these mm-hmm. people. He is absolutely making a fool out of Donald Trump Jr., whether Donald Trump knows it, Jr. knows it, or not. I want to end on this note uh, before we go, Texas Paul, because um, out of all the people who spoke yesterday, I, I really believe that Liz Cheney was going to be the one who uh, did the referrals for Donald Trump, but mm-hmm. it was not. It was Jamie Raskin um, mm-hmm. who announced the referrals officially in the hearing, and then they voted on those those referrals, those four charges um, that they want to refer to the Department of Justice. I really thought Liz Cheney would probably do it, but she actually did one better, and it's only it's not that long um, but I want to play a little bit of it here. Let's listen. January 6th, 2021 was the first time one American president refused his constitutional duty to transfer power peacefully to the next. In our work over the last 18 months, the select committee has recognized our obligation to do everything we can to ensure this never happens again. At the beginning of our investigation, we understood that tens of millions of Americans had been persuaded by President Trump that the 2020 election was stolen by overwhelming fraud. And we also knew this was flatly false. We knew that dozens of state and federal judges had addressed and resolved all manner of allegations about the election. Our legal system functioned as it should, but our president would not accept the outcome. Among the most shameful of this committee's findings was that President Trump sat in the dining room off the Oval Office, watching the violent riot at the Capitol on television. For hours, he would not issue a public statement instructing his supporters to disperse and leave the Capitol, despite urgent pleas from his White House staff and dozens of others to do so. Members of his family, his White House lawyers, virtually all those around him knew that this simple act was critical. For hours, he would not do it. During this time, law enforcement agents were attacked and seriously injured. The Capitol was invaded, the electoral count was halted, and the lives of those in the Capitol were put at risk. In addition to being unlawful, as described in our report, this was an utter moral failure and a clear dereliction of duty. Evidence of this can be seen in the testimony of President Trump's own White House counsel and several other White House witnesses. No man who would behave that way at that moment in time can ever serve in any position of authority in our nation again. He is unfit for any office. And there you have it, um, Liz Cheney, absolutely bearing Donald Trump uh, in the trash can, in the trash bin of what he would want to be his legacy um, and absolutely destroying um, whatever legacy he thought he had left. Uh, she she absolutely buries him there. So um, and it was kind of the exclamation point on yesterday's hearing, to be quite honest. What's your take on it, Texas Paul? Uh, you know, Donald Trump responded to this by putting up two tweets that he put out the day of the, the, the attack. One, uh, you know, one saying respect the Capitol Police and another tweet saying be nonviolent. Um, but if you look at the timestamps on the tweets, 
Uh, they were at like 330, 324, mm-hmm. or something like that. Uh, Ashley Babbitt was dead as a doornail when those tweets came out. Mm-hmm. You know, look at things through reality. You know, Donald Trump is responding to this, trying to say, well, I called for peace and calm. Yeah, you called for peace and calm after you watched it all fucking day. Well, after he knew it wasn't going to work. That's right. the fact. He, he called for the peace and for them to leave after he knew his coup attempt was not going to work. It wasn't going I don't to know go how to. I don't know how to make it any more real or any more graphic, but we had already watched the stretcher come out with Ashley Babbitt's fucking corpse on it when he tweeted those tweets. They'd already rolled her down the fucking stairs. You know, so just just to give people a fucking time mark of, of reality to hold on to, this, you know, I she, I don't like Liz Cheney. I don't like Liz Cheney. Right. I, I don't, I don't like her, her on but she's spot almost. on here. She is spot on here. Donald Trump should never be near any office ever. He should never have been near one in the first fucking place. And you fucking righties owe us a goddamn apology for that shit. And you should be helping us fix this fucking shit instead of fighting us every step of the way, clawing with your goddamn nails, trying to hold on to any bit of power you can when you're fucking losers. Well, what a way to end today's show. Uh, Texas Paul calling the right wing uh, losers because that's exactly what they are. And as long as they keep with their loser king, then they are losers. Everybody, make sure you subscribe to the Tony Michaels podcast here on YouTube. Go follow us on Twitter at Tony Michaels pod. Download every single episode on Apple, Spotify, Google, your favorite directory. Also follow us on Facebook at the Tony Michaels, Texas Paul. You got a show every single week. Uh, so go follow Texas Paul's channel. I'll put the description. I'll put the link for his channel down below. So make sure to go follow Texas Paul Sunday morning coffee with Texas Paul and watch his show and support pro democracy speech everywhere. Same time, same place tomorrow. Remember, we'll be all Friday and Monday for Christmas, but tomorrow, same time, same place. Surf's up, motherfuckers. You've been listening to the Tony Michaels Podcast. Podcast. In your face commentary of current events and political news. No rules, no boundaries. I think we've made that perfectly clear. We hope you enjoyed the show and we'll be back soon. In the meantime, follow Tony on social media at the Tony Michaels. And until next time, raise a fist and repeat after me. Fuck them. Murphy's Mealborn, head-ass speaking.